Yo, what up? It's Voice of Phil up on the track, and you know, we just keep talking about it. We keep talking about it, talking about it. So I figured, you know what? Let's fucking talk about it. Let's fucking talk about it. We're talking about it. Strap it, because we're talking about it. Looky, 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 what did we just top deck? Expressive iteration, about to create some nonsense. Put the best card in our hand, exile a fetch land. Crack it and stack it and pack it in, let's talk about the bands. Watsy, 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 let us have a little chat. I got an offer, you can't refuse to treasures off the stack. But seriously consider it and open up the shed. You whip out the band hammer, I will quip a Twitter thread. Expressive iteration gone, what's gonna happen now? Same story as Dreadheart Arcanist, Oko Thief of Crowns. Same thing as Treasure Cruise, Larissa the Dream Den, Deathrite Shaman, Ren and Six. Why we keep pretending? Burrow lays in wait just to bring upon his wrath. There's a saga building constructs power level, different class. To bury you know I set, draw engines and log pieces. How the fuck am I the only player who seems See this. The problem is systemic, it goes back to Innistrad. Cheap threats, days, wasteland. That's the problem, child. The cards I said before, they've all been in Delver. But forcing down with Uro and Sagavan, remember? Burnt out on the block? Fucking see what happens. The best echo just adopt the next new best plan of action. I don't have all the answers, but what we're doing, it ain't working. Can we all at least agree to have a future that's uncertain? Try a sample platter of the format up on Moto, where a different card is banned to collect data to look over. You don't even have to share it. Transparency is so hard, but maybe your next band announcement will hit the correct card. Oh, fuck, man. I don't. I just don't know. Fuck it. Just hit the hook, bro. Just hit the hook. What it do? Look at, look at, look at what it. We just top deck. Expressive iteration, about to create some nonsense. With the best card in our hand, exile the fetch land. Crack it and stack it and pack it in. Let's talk about the band. Look at, look at, look at what it. We just top deck. Expressive iteration, about to create some nonsense. With the best card in our hand, exile the fetch land. Crack it and stack it and pack it in. Let's talk about the band. Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always, Phil Blackman. Phil, how's it going, man? Dude, so you want to talk about changes already? Yeah, it's time. It's, it's time. I'm already? It's time. All right. I guess before we get into all, all that, you know, we're going to talk about the format, state of the format. You know, there was just a state of the union, so let's talk about the state of the format. Um, Bro, the state of the state of the union, I mean, we're not going to get too much into it, but like, uh, true or false, did you watch it? I did. Yeah, I watched it. Okay. So do you think that the speechwriters knew... Oh yeah. That when he was sure. do you, so you think that the speechwriters <laughs> knew that when he called out the Republicans for wanting to cut Medicare and Medicaid that they were going to erupt on him like that? Yeah, I think that's just I mean you so look, you do that in in any sort of strategy situation, the first thing you do is say like, okay, like what what as the opposition, like this is what you do as a lawyer. As the opposition, how would you how would you respond to this, right? And we do this as magic players as well. You just assume like Look, I, you fill your deck with counter magic in your combo deck because you know your opponent's going to cast counter magic against your combo, right? And this is the same. This is the same sort of thing. This is the he cast Blusterstorm. Say what you will about about uh, our current uh, commander in chief. I think he's a bit he's a bit over the hill. Uh, he got one there. I, I think the coolest part of the speech was if the speechwriters did in fact think that when he said that that he was that they would get that kind of reaction out of the Republicans. And then Biden was able to be like, okay, great. We have unanimity on this topic, as you yeah. can see from this filmed thing that happened. That is spectacular. That is attacking the format from the angle that you need to attack it at. It's, that that was that was the, that was the the, the takeaway that like I, after I watched the speech, the only thing I was thinking about beyond, you know, stuff that we already knew, did the speechwriters know? You know, did they know that that would did they plan for that to happen? Because as somebody who used to write for pro wrestling, that was something that we would try and think of all the time. We'd be like we'd try and do things 
that would elicit reactions from the audience that we could then play into or play off of. Of course. And when when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's that is dope. If that was planned, it was probably not, one it, of the it, more entertaining like State of the Unions I've I've watched, uh, and I've watched too many of them. I am a nerd for that kind of stuff. Getting away from that and onto and onto more Magic the Gathering type topics. Uh, we had a bunch of uh, giveaways we did last week. I sent five of the ten of them off. Five people haven't responded yet. One of those five being the person who got the Chrome Mox. They have one more week to get that Chrome Mox before it goes back into the pool. Um, I wanted to pull two more. Uh, let's pull four. Let's pull four this week. Let's go pull four. Wow. 2012, we got 1999, 2006, and uh, 2005. Uh, so th those are being given away this week. Uh, all you got to do to do that is uh, comment down below and uh, you'll be entered in the drawing. Uh, we're going to draw one more for our Patreon supporters. Thank you, Patreon supporters. Boom, 2017. Yeah, so all you got to do is just comment below. Tell us what you thought about the episode. Uh, a take from the episode, you know, what have you. That super helps out the uh, Al Gore rhythm. Hitting up our store, getting that uh, What It Do merch, the side event and boss. Somebody bought a side event and boss. I'm, I, I'm waiting for my What It Do shirt to arrive. Yeah. If you happen to show up at the uh, event, I'm going to bring some of these uh, some of these with me to the event. So if you're wearing a shirt. The, you, the event I being Philly Con. Philly Con. Yeah, Philly uh, Con. Philly, the event. That's what he's referring Phil, to. Philly, Philly's 30th magic anniversary thing. Uh, they got me in for that press pass, so I'm going to be doing some interviews and stuff. Uh, mostly just playing, playing EDH and stuff. Maybe playing a little bit of, maybe some team trios. Speaking of takes, I do want to uh, unpack a little bit my take from last week about how I think Force Will sucks shit. Now, I do <laughs> still believe that, but I want to unpack it a little bit further because guess how many people agreed with me? Zero. Zero. I actually zero. do agree Actual with you, zero. I do. I so, do. I do. So if if nobody other than you agrees with me, then uh, that means that I did not do a good job of explaining my thought process as to why I think Force Will is subpar in the format beyond like it doesn't line up against certain things. And so I want to dive a little bit further into that from the position of a control mage this is so, your, this is everyone's chance to unfollow the podcast <laughs> this is it okay so should, should i get into it right now let's yeah let's do it, it. Right let's now. do it let's get into it so i said that force of world sucks because it doesn't line up against anything in the format that you want and it's, and it's just been heralded as this catch-all for the entirety of the format's existence that we can remember and i just don't think that it's in the same place that it once was i think every single card in every deck is an absolute banger must counter and so your force of will is exceptionally stressed particularly against the top decks force of will sucks against delver everything in their deck is redundant they're all just generically very powerful threats answers interaction card draw there isn't any one particular thing that shuts them down same thing against initiative the other top deck they play 4x cavern of souls every single threat that they play off their fast mana feels like a must counter you are overwhelmingly stressed plus they can also shoot your counter magic if they want to with pbddr or the archon Oh, um, not the Archon or the um, the other cleric that looks at your hand and then names a card. I'm, I'm forgetting the name of the card, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. They're, they are they are so threat dense and every single threat is an absolute banger. Plus, you have four Force of Wills against their eight initiative creatures plus Cavern of Souls. You are not winning that battle. 
over yeah. the long game, you were just not winning that battle. Okay, that's the point that I made last week. The other thing that I didn't mention, which is not as obvious, but when you're playing a control deck, a la Miracles or a la Four Color or a la what have you, you have to pitch a blue card to force. And every time you pitch a blue card, you are putting yourself at such a detriment. It is such a cost to exile one of your blue cards. It seems like, oh, Phil, they're just cantrips. They're just, you know, uh, additional counter magic. Not only is two for one in yourself bad in the format, but if you're getting rid of your cantrips, the whole point, the whole function of cantrips in control decks is to ensure that you can draw the correct part of your deck in the correct time frame that you need to draw it in order to not get buried by whatever your opponent is trying to do. I have to go, well, I have force plus ponder or force plus brainstorm as my blue card, and I need to plan to exile that to catch the one of all of their threats that I need to stop. You are just delaying the inevitable of losing the game. Your your blue cards are not cards you want to pitch. I'm going to actually test this event in a 5k this the, this past weekend that you're hearing this episode. Uh, I'll, I'll report on my, my results after the fact, but I have swapped from force of will and moved over to solitude here's why i'm playing all of the cantrips i'm playing ponder brainstorm i'm playing you know my my uh accelerate my um resource advantage spells whether that's ak or predict this particular list that i'm going to try has ak which you know feels slow but i'm also trying out consider to plan with the ak's and also to have more instant speed cantrips for my 4x terminus the problem with force of will is that all of my blue cards Jace the Mind Sculptor, Ponder, Brainstorm, whatever other cantrip you're using, whatever other card advantage spell you're using. Pitching any one of those is cataclysmic to your game. You are just not recovering if you're pitching any of those spells. You need those spells that it is similar to me if you were like, okay, I need to go and work out. And instead of warming up, I'm just going to try and deadlift a thousand pounds and kill myself. Yeah. You will be able to make an attempt at an a thousand pound deadlift. You will break your back. Yes. Now you'll still be able to make the attempt. <laughs> You'll be able to go to the gym, but when you actually do it, when you actually, when, they, when it progresses, you're going to be back in the hospital. Yeah. It's similar. If you pitch your brainstorm or you pitch your ponder, you're just going to, you're just dead. You're not, you're not actually going to recover from that game unless their deck shits out. And then, and then you're relying on your opponent's deck to not do something and taking agency away from yourself, which the whole point of having the blue cantrip suite is so that you can minimize the, the variance of your game and have more agency game to game. On the other hand, solitude ups your density of source to plowshares being one of your most valuable spells. I know I talked about it a couple episodes ago where I was like, my source to plowshares constantly feel taxed because every single thing is a must answer at all times. Yeah. Everything, like you can just never let your opponent untap with any of their shit. It always feels bad. So just having, taking the position that as the control deck, I'm going to assume against the top two decks that source to plowshares is excellent against both. Source to plowshares is excellent against Delver and it is excellent against initiative. It is excellent against shit like breakfast. Then I want a higher density of source of plowshares. Therefore, I'm going to play in a fuckload metric ton of removal between Terminus, source yeah. of plowshares, prismatic ending, and solitude. That's what, that's what other, like 16? I, I, I'm playing 18 white spells because I'm playing two entreats as my win conditions. And then I'm playing more white spells on the board. Is, so you're not playing to, Triumph here. I'm playing Triumph in the board. I have Triumphs in the okay. board because I'm playing four solitude in the main. And what that's allowing me to do is play Kahira out of the board as a companion. Okay. So I, I, I have 19 white cards that I can... Uh, so. With each individual solitude, I have 18 other potential white cards that I can pair with it. What this does too, is it minimizes the downside of having uh, a miracle stranded in your hand because you can just pitch it as a source to plowshares. The other thing that it does is it better than force of will. Force of will is only good 
when you are ahead or at parity. It is terrible when you're behind because if they've already established a board, your force of wills aren't doing anything. Whereas solitude is actually good from behind. The other side of solitude is it's better at protecting your planeswalkers. I'm playing three Jace the Mind Sculptor. I want to be able to protect it. I'm doing so with instant speed terminuses when I can. I'm doing it with all of the white spells. And additionally, let's say I don't have the luxury of being able to play Jace on an open board. I could play Jace, brainstorm, potentially find the solitude, pitch the solitude, get rid of your threat and be able to attack. All of these things are, are specific to the deck that I am playing, but it it is of a similar play pattern of the, the force of wills are only are effective in a narrow band of time. They're only effective against a narrow window of play patterns against the top decks. And they all of the decks that otherwise you would want force of will against, they're designed to beat up on them. So I made that point last week, but all the combo decks are designed to beat a singular force of will. Yeah. It is just not good enough. So my retort to, to that to that one particular statement is that the combo decks are designed to beat a force of will. Let's say we go with your thesis and we're saying, hey, force of will is not good enough. My first thought would be, you got to tempo them out. you got to be the faster deck in that scenario. But you're saying that you would just rather ignore that plan altogether? I think that unless you are unless you are switching your deck to not being, and the, the rem reminder for everybody listening, this is through the lens of a control player. Like these are for control decks, not for your 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 tempo or you know aggro control deck. From that position, unless you are contorting your deck in some very significant way, in which case you're, I don't know what your game plan is, to be the deck where you're trying to tempo them, as you said, there isn't anything reasonable enough to do that against the combo decks. The yeah, I mean, that are like your best bet in that scenario as the control deck is like a turn three triumph of St. Catherine because you can't do it on it's turn like, two. It's like that. If you're if you are playing like your Minskin Boo style control decks, like your Uro mm -hmm. is not going to get online fast enough. Your 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 Minskin Boo is going will only land after you've survived the first attempt at your opponent comboing you out. You are never going to like kill your Doomsday opponent before they resolve Doomsday. Like no. the, the plan against Doomsday, letting them resolve it and then figuring out how you can beat them because they can't either get their Thassa's Oracle through or you like shut it off via like an endurance or a dress down or whatever. Like the idea that you're going to stop the single card combo deck from resolving their single card that they're designed to resolve is laughable considering that you aren't as dense with the tools. They have a singular mission and you're trying to navigate a, a, a large swath of the format as a control player. I think the difference though, is that looking at the format, the top the top decks are all creature decks. Beyond Doomsday, which has a bad matchup, what I, I think has a bad matchup against the top two decks. So theoretically, the percentage of that representation will be lower and they'll get beat up by the top decks. But additionally, if you're going into an event and right now there's there's the, the top two decks are obvious hitters. And then the best decks against the top two decks are also creature decks. Read Breakfast, read Painter. They are more susceptible to a solitude than they are to a force in terms of a free pitch spell. If you yeah. try and combo me at Painter and I can free exile your Painter and survive, that's going to be better then you being able to go, okay, out of breakfast, I have Urza Saga. If I want to play around counter magic, you're not killing me fast enough. I'll wait for my Urza Saga to resolve. I'll get an Aether Vial and then I'll push it through counter magic, right? All of that sequence is uncounterable. If a nice force of will against my six Pyroblasts that I'm playing incidentally in my painter deck. All, all of these things, it, it, it's like all of those cards, if any of them resolve too, and then you top deck your force, you're dead. That force is blank. And then there's a bunch of cards that are already good at beating up on counter magic, inherently good at the top tables. Now, don't get me wrong. This is a this is a, a format that we're in. Like force of will, it's not like force of will is never going to be good again, in my opinion. It's just that right now, I think it is bad against actual everything. And yeah, there will be times where your opponent's deck 
Like they mulligan to six, can't combo out through a force. And so they just have to go for it and force check you. And if you yeah. incidentally have the 45% chance that you opened one of your forces, plus a blue card, that's going to hinder you all the way back. Uh, and then we're both top decking effectively. Cool. Your force will save you from dying in that one instance where their deck shit out and means that you also had to get lucky and their deck had to be agreeable to it. Yeah. You have to target that as a control player. You have to target the top decks, figuring out what that is, which means a, a boatload of removal. If you have a wrath against something like initiative and they have the initiative, your wrath's not good enough. It's not good enough. The initiative will recoup them all of their resources before you do anything relevant. You have to have enough to keep the table clear so that the initiative isn't as fast. And then Solitude in the, in the mid to late game can also come down as a potential creature. And then uh, Kahira also gives you the option of a creature at any point to be able to put it in your hand and have access to attack. There's there's a, a couple of, of areas with my new list that is very specifically targeting the meta that we're in. I'll report back with the results, but on paper, in theory... All of it lines up better for Solitude than it does for Force. So when I say that Force sucks shit, I'm saying it sucks shit in the very specific metagame that we're in. And if Watsi isn't going to take change, make changes anytime soon, it seems like nobody wants to make changes until Moto has caught up with the cards that are legal in paper. And if Watsi agrees with that, then it's going to be a while. And What's going to be great think- about all of this, all of this commentary, Phil, is that uh, right in the middle here is going to be how you did on the day. So like everyone's going to be looking live at like how you did on the day. What your what your matchups were? I'm just gonna put it right there, and they're gonna be able to see the the proof will be in the pudding in real time for everybody else. But for us, we're still wondering. I will keep all, all of the results so everybody can see what how yeah. I did, even if I scrub. I'll have round one, but round two, round three, the, round four. The, you know, the difference so though is that like at least the de- at least as a control player, it's it's so hard to go into a form into any event as a control deck and think, okay, I'm just gonna try and line my spells up without having a plan as to how you want those spells to line up. You know, your cantrips are effectively trying to line the spells up properly. But if you're like, okay, I need to line my forces up with this thing, with this suite of things, and then I need my removal to line up with this suite of things, again. That's stressing your cantrips way further by lowering the density of each kind of spell in your deck. And then it's also making it so that if you don't draw that correct half, then your opponent's just going to get to get away with everything they wanted to do anyway, because they're going to be a more proactive strategy than whatever the control deck is. Are we in a format where, you know, draw, go, or like hard control, like survive until... The, the goal of survival type control decks is just soft banned because initiative is too good. It's definitely possible, right? Yeah. Like initiative is, is so is so warping for that kind of strategy that it might just be ousted until either that mechanic it checked in some way. And then if it's not, maybe it's just soft banned for, for good. But one of the things that it's doing is it's challenging control decks, at least my lens of looking at control decks, to look at how you build the deck differently from how it used to be built without having any sacred cows. It reminds me similar of how Tess let go of Infernal Tutor once it got Witchclaw Talisman. Yeah. That overhaul, it was like, wait, what are you talking about? Tutor has been in the deck since its inception. How could you let that go? How could you overhaul this whole thing? And same thing when they got Veil of Summer. Same thing when uh, now that they're they're iterating back to, to checking the format, playing Silence, now that Veil of Summer is, is a little bit softer. The, the idea of no sacred cows, I think, is... <clears throat> is Something that control decks have never really had to face because Ponder and Brainstorm have always been excellent and continue to be excellent. Whereas I think Force of Will's time has has faded. And could it come back? Sure. Thinking that Force of Will is this must-have check in your deck to protect you against nonsense isn't actually holding its weight. I don't think it's actually doing the job that people intend for it to do 
when they are putting it in their deck. I think it's just been a four of in every Ponder Brainstorm deck since the dawn of the format. And that's not holding, it's not holding true anymore. At least in my opinion, when I play the, when I play the card, it never feels good to draw. Even when I force something, it never feels good enough. It's just for, for at least for me and for maybe for other people who've been trying to jam control in the format recently, it's just not there anymore. And well, I think I'll it's say, time to I'll say this, I'll say this, Phil, for, for lining up things with your, with your uh, top two decks in the format, if, if we're considering uh, uh, Blue Red Delver and Initiative to be the top two decks, I'm assuming that's what we're thinking I think, here. I, I think that's pretty universally accepted yeah. at this point so right? if that's the case solitude seems pretty great in that scenario if you're just if you're only playing against those two decks all day long and you never play like storm or doomsday i think that having solitude in your deck as as your uh removal spells uh nine through twelve is actually pretty good because one you're going to be able to get rid of uh your opponent's white guys in an initiative deck you're going to be able to get rid of their threats in, in Delver, all of them. And against Delver, you know, in, in that scenario, when you're two for one yourself and your opponent has Red Elemental Blast, because they're going to bring in Reb against you probably. Of course. And you don't and you don't have Force of Wills, that's dead cards. So you've effectively two for one your, yourself against your opponent. But if you blank like three or four of his sideboard cards in a match, that's pretty good. I think that what you're uh, tapping into is being able to isolate what the critical parts of each deck that you want to fight over are anyway. Well, and all, all so like against against something like that, like when you're saying when you're playing against Delver, the red isn't killing you. The threat is killing you. Of course. And if you can and if you can clear the threat and their rebs aren't trading for damage, right? Like if their rebs aren't stopping, you get rid of their thing, they force it, you force back, they rev your force, all of that clears away. We're in a simplified game and they have a threat on the table. That's way, way worse. That means that their cards are trading for damage and you have yeah. to stop them from trading for damage. And that's that's a, a, across the top decks. That's it. Yeah. You have, you well, have I to think, be able I to think keep one the of the, to bring this all the way back home, right? If, if you are tricking your opponent into bringing in sideboard cards that are actually bad against you, aren't you just Joe Biden at the State of the Union? You're just trying to Biden him. Right? Biden him. Right? Uh, the, 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 uh? the, the, the other thing that I want to comment on, too, <laughs> is that, like, that. yes, by, by removing the forces, you do you are just obviously going to lose percentage against the, the decks that don't care about Solitude in any meaningful way, right? Like, sure. obviously, the deck is going to be, the, the, the main deck is going to be weaker against Storm. Obviously, it'll likely be weaker against Doomsday. Yes, it'll be weaker against, like, shit like, you know, uh, Ruby Storm or anything that's fighting on the stack. Yes. The, the, the main deck. I guess Elves would be, be fine against, yeah. They could just play Allosaurus Shepherd and blank your force anyway. And yeah. then you had to save your removal spell. Oh, I'm talking about it. Is... Once they once they get a Traxa out off their natural order. Oh yeah, yeah. but it, even still, like <laughs> even if like even if you had a removal spell for their Allosaurus Shepherd to try and line up your Force Will with whatever's on the stack and try and play that play pattern, it also assumes that they don't have a symbiote on the table to protect their Allosaurus Shepherd. So Agreed. it's like if you do if you fight over the Allosaurus Shepherd, but then they they're they're wire they have a wirewood symbiote to blank your removal spell, then you two for one yourself of the spell that you want to counter, and then they still have the Allosaurus Shepherd. You are back. Uh, a fuckload of resources plus you're going to be behind on board and then you don't actually have any way to help solve the problem that is still presented to you that it just doesn't line up it just doesn't yeah. line up against anything i i wish it did but it just doesn't so i i think that like the when it goes to stack based decks where obviously your your white cards are blank that's been the case for control decks forever you've always assumed that the majority of the format is going to be less like there would be less stack-based combo representation in any field that you go into because there's just that is a smaller percentage of the field than other combo decks that are revolving around creatures i.e painter breakfast elves like you mentioned or the top decks that are playing creatures 
So yeah. you you assume that your source of plowshares is going to be better against the field as a whole that you're going to go into than your spell pierce is or your flusterstorm is or or whatever. But post board, when you have to like lean into that stuff and you know solve your problem against reanimator, that's where I think you can load up. That's where you can really load up on density. Of well, yeah, that's yeah. And there are the the good thing is is that you are bad against many combo decks in that scenario. But creature-based combo decks like Reanimator, for example, probably are much better against uh, with, with Solitude in there. If they put a Grizzlebrand into play, draw seven, and then you can free remove it by two-for-one-ing yourself off of Solitude, it's it's still not good. You're still losing yeah, that you're game. you're not happy that it, that it you came know, but that, play, but, 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 yeah. but that is, that is, that is a mirror uh, thing of Forcible. The thing is, though, is that if you were playing against those decks anyway, and you already had Swords and Prismatic Ending and whatever white cards in your deck that were going to be blank... You were already going to be a dog in game one with force of wills and like a couple of minor missteps or spell pierces or, you know, counter spell or whatever, yeah. whatever other counter magic you were playing. You were already going to be a dog in game one. The only time you were ever stealing game one is if their deck shit out or if they had to force check you without disruption. But they're so much denser with disruption these days. No, you need your force to be able to protect yourself. It's like you are losing. You lose way more games. You lose way more game ones with the force in your opener against them anyway than you do winning those games. Yeah. Because they can just check. They can just either check it and then rebuild or they can just disrupt it and then go through you. You were already a dog in game one because of how the decks are structured. Like their deck has a singular focus and only cares about counter magic, right? They only care about one thing. You have to care about a bunch of things as a control deck. Being like, okay, if my win percentage against the combo decks in, in game ones was already significantly low, it doesn't matter if I was, I was already likely to lose those game ones anyway. I'll be worse than those. And then I'll just be denser post board against them when I actually have the resources to beat them. And then I'll be better against the rest of the field. That's just like how control decks have, should be designed in any format, right? You're like, I assume I'm going to run into 78% of the field is going to be, these cards will be good against. I will be soft against the other 12 to 15%. And then I'll shore that up in the, in the sideboard. In that's, the board. How, that's, how yeah. every de- that's how every deck has ever been built. That's how, yeah, that that is ever since uh, World World Champs 94, right? Ever since Zach Dolan took one. Um, so I I, 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 th- I hope that that clears up what I was talking about last week when I said that Force Will sucks. I, I think it sucks, and that's the unpacking of it. I think it yeah. sucks in the very specific metagame that we're in, and the top decks all being creature decks, based around creature decks, and all have Im- an immeasurable number of tools to beat your counter magic, like your generic counter magic. Everything is good against generic counter magic. Well, getting on to our state of the format, which is what, what this whole thing started at 20, 22 minutes ago when... <laughs> <laughs> you explained your take on force of will force of will isn't the sacred isn't a sacred cow it's just uh not. so uh yeah so the state of the format i think personally speaking like i i mean i still think that days days for sure needs to go i think phil and i are both uh pretty like that that would make the format just more fun to play and it would be healthy forever for every deck uh yeah, i i I, I think that uh, our, my my take on you know everybody's like no days is similar to you know wasteland and like you know there are these things that have existed in the format and that's why you get to play the format that's part of its identity whatever what have you I think that when looking at bands or or trying to to fix the seeming problem of the format the problem of the format isn't power level legacy is extremely powerful every deck is powerful arguing that initiative is too powerful by legacy standards or expressive iteration is too powerful by legacy standards I just don't I just don't think that that's true. In Tomb Reanimate, Grizzlebrand is unbelievably powerful, and it's just not even remotely close to being anywhere on the chopping block in anybody's mind realistically at the moment, right? Yeah. The thing to think about with bands, first off, let's figure out what we want the format to look like. Our ideal legacy format, I'll, I'll go first, is 
a diverse format where a wide range of powerful cards can be played and be competitively viable without there being a clear, hard and fast S tier like there is now with yeah. Delver and Initiative. So here's here's the thing is I very much believe in the like the mega fallacy for for uh called uh to to keep these political uh chimes going for uh this format is that there was never a best time in the format. Every time you look back at the format, like it's going to seem better than it is now because you're dealing with whatever the current like monster There's always something to complain is. about. Yeah, yeah, there's always something to complain about. You know, uh and and for me, like I'm going to have I'm going to have my golden age that is not the same golden age as somebody else's. So I think the first thing we have to we have to do is realize that like complaining about the format in a time sense, like saying like, oh, you know, legacy was so much better before XYZ happened. It's just not even worth having that conversation. One, because like you can't like you're not on the design team. So it, it, it's, it's literally when any, literally anytime is like our founding fathers intended. Yeah. It's like you have no, no fucking on. idea. Yeah, no fucking idea. We we don't have the actual power to ch to change that. So I think talking about times that legacy was amazing or whatnot, that's that's silly because they're going to keep putting new cards out. Like Wizards is not going to like be like, you know, we don't want your money anymore. And we're going to stop putting brand new cards out and we're not going to affect the format in any meaningful way. Like, let's just let's just uh, it'll always be like this. If you want that, like. Hey, pre-modern is a great format. I suggest you play it. I play it. I love it. I think that uh, what I want to see out of out of Legacy, this is going to sound like crazy. Overall, less complaining from the Grognors, and that that can happen by making it so. Yes, there are no S tier decks because that's when the Grognors complain. I'm a Grognor myself. Grognor, uh, for for those of you who aren't aren't uh, aren't hip to the term, Grognors are uh, people who play uh, War, uh, World of Warcraft, uh, uh, Warhammer, uh, and they're they're the old beardy guys that have been playing Warhammer since like the 80s. Uh, we call those guys Grognors, D&D uh, &D first edition guys, right? So the, the the olds complain because what they really want is not the format of their past. They want a format that is still fun to play like it was in the past, at least. What they it, it, what they believe they remember it to be. What, exactly, yes. So uh, you, if they see, you know, a great a great experience uh, in in limited, for example, was like Dominaria, uh, the one where we went back like six years ago when we went back, back to Dominaria. I think it was just called Dominaria. Um, yeah, I think it was just Dominaria. Yeah. So that that was like a great draft format because it gave you like the the grittiness of like fourth edition draft, right? Like. Uh, but it still had brand new things happening, historic and counters. And there, there was a lot of stuff happening, gold cards, you know. And I feel like guys guys my age that have been playing the game for that long looked at that and were like, hey, this is super fun. And it reminds me of, of a time that I love to play. And I think that's where we need to get to is to go back to to have the format evolve in a way that makes us feel some level of nostalgia for the way the way it used to be. So th th uh, but we that, can that, relate it to, to now. That idea is what I want to talk about, about reframing how we as a community look at what cards we want banned, as opposed to just banning because we think that this card is too powerful in a given strategy. So like a good example of this is EI. Is it the best draw spell to come around since Dig Through Time? Probably. Is it too powerful legacy? I don't think it is, but not because it's not the best at what it does. It is very clearly the best at what it does. It's two mana draw two with selection. Like it is immensely powerful. And it happens to be even more powerful because it is slotted into the one of the top two tier decks, right? Yes. It is in two decks. It is in four color control and it is in Delver, right? Those are the two yep. decks it's in unless you're brewing that like with results, right? Those are the decks with yes. results. Correct. I, I think that the lens that we should look at when we think about what cards we are calling on Watsi to take action against is 
what are the cards that effectively soft ban other things from the format? Here's an example. When Astrolabe was in the format, right? Mm -hmm. Astrolabe soft banned basic lands. You had to play snow basics. Sure. But like, that's not that much of a big deal. I'm I'm saying, but I'm saying as an example (laughs) of as long as this card exists, this suite of cards in the format, this, this macro set of cards in the format cannot be played. It's similar. Like when Oko was legal, when Oko was legal, there were like creatures that didn't impact the board. Yeah. Anything that had less than a, anything that cost two, two or more and wasn't bigger than a three, three was out. Anything that was two or more and had more value than a generic three, three was unplayable. Exactly. Because Oka was untouchable. So it softened. When Ren was around, X1s, how are you supposed to play an X1 when in a Ren format? You, how are you, supposed, you just can't do those things, right? In that, That's what I mean by those cards existing. They didn't ban cards, right? They didn't, they didn't weren't like these cards. You can't still play with these cards. But in terms of competitive viability, it effectively soft banned them. Yeah, you, right? just, didn't like wanna, if, you if, just didn't want to play bad, bad, you, bad you magic were, cards in that scenario. You were, yeah. just, you were just conceding, uh, uh, you know, any, any chance of winning an event knowing that those cards were going to be the things that that you're going to run into. And it's similar. If you go into a major event right now, you're going to run into Velver. You're going to run into Initiative. Those decks are going to show up. And Initiative soft bans decks that aren't loaded up on creatures. Like if your deck isn't creatures or combo, Initiative soft bans you from the yeah. format. Similarly, of all the cards in Delver that soft ban cards out of the format, Days is the biggest defender because you can't tap out. Yeah. Like with, 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 without everything has to the cost spot, less. You can't tap out. Yeah. Everything. So it can, we've, we've had that conversation before where days compresses the for the, the curve of the format down at, at like at a very base level, because you have to assume that you're going to run into Delver. If you go into a large tournament, those like, those are the cards that what initiative does like as a mechanic. And then what days does more egregiously than the other cards in the deck. Is it like, if somebody, if they play EI against you, just because they're playing EI, it doesn't, EI doesn't stop you from being able to play other cards. Similar in this vein for a deck that's not in the top tier right now is Uro. Uro soft bans black-based control decks. But you think Uro is something that should go? I'm saying that Uro falls into the same camp of cards that we should look at through the lens of things that we should take action against. Now, I'm not saying Uro is is too powerful for the format. Similar how I'm not saying that EI is too powerful for the format or or that uh, Days is too powerful for the, for the format. I don't think any of these cards on a power level alone are too good. I think yeah. initiative is, but that's, that's a different thing. That's just because they designed for four player, but yeah. in the, the other cards, I don't think that they're too powerful for legacy, but I think that what they do in terms of warping the format to soft ban certain types of cards and archetypes out of the format are reasons that like they are restricting what the format could be. You know what I mean? So they're, they're not powerful enough uh, to, to be banned from power level perspective, but they are a shackle on the format that in from my perspective the format would feel healthier if it didn't have these constraints built as the pillars of them you know what i'm saying i agree that's what i'm looking at it's like everybody could argue is this card too powerful it's not too powerful the numbers don't say this the numbers do say this like the data that watch is looking at versus what we're looking at is different yeah the data data that you want to that you want to use is not like how many decks with days are winning it's like how many decks with days are out there stopping people from playing three drops you know, like the, the, the it's, other, it's yeah. a different data set that, that we're looking at and it can't be, it, it's, it's almost impossible because you'd have to get into every player's mind before a tournament to be like, Hey, what cards did you add to your deck and then not play because days exists, you know, like, I don't even know the answer to that question myself because it's not something I even think about when I, when I enter a tournament it's just embedded into the format right that's what i mean it the, the constraints of the format are the are the cards that you have to assume you're going to play against and what those cards employ you to do mm-hmm. like you are you are compelled to have to do 
certain things in your deck building or certain choices to make to be able to contend against those things. Those are the constraints of the format. And I think that if the constraints of the format were loosened, let's say all those cards went, right? Like they they just overhauled. They were like, we're, we're doing a soft rotation of the format here. All the cards that we just mentioned are gone and have fun. Whatever the constraints of the format would be from after that, we don't know because we haven't ever lived in that time. Are those the correct things to do? I don't know. I don't know if those are the, if that's the correct angle to approach uh, trying to make the format quote quote healthier than it than it seems to not be at the moment. But at the same time, I don't think going and looking at cards like oh well uh, this card is just too powerful and nobody enjoys playing against it. It's like I don't enjoy getting Grizzle branded, but Grizzle brand's not going on the block. Would it open up a shit ton of interesting other fatties that Reanimator could look at? Maybe, but they probably just revert to Mono Archon and Sarah from MH2 and call it a day, right? Yeah. Like it may not be that deep, but in terms of like stuff that has constrained the format at large, like Grizzlebrand is restricting one deck, right? Like Grizzlebrand has a shackle on one deck. It's and like it's its own deck. And it's its own deck. <laughs> it's like, not like it's it's affecting like, the format otherwise. Like no one's like, ah, oh, like, that card gains seven but, life and draws seven cards. So I can't play anything else. You know, that's like, a, that's you know. that's the, exactly my point. It's like yeah. Grizzlebrand existing in one deck doesn't mean you change your game plan against uh, going into an in a, into an event. You're like, I'm going to have my graveyard hate, and that graveyard hate will deal with whatever. Grizzlebrand just happens to be the choice of whatever. But the other, like, if you go up against initiative, it's like, well. I am compelled to play X number of creatures if I want to reliably be able to have any shot at taking the initiative from them. If I'm wanting to beat days, I have to play at a curve low enough that I can hit an additional land drop time walking myself in order to play around it. Yeah. It's like, if if I want to, if, if Uro is going to be part of the format, I can't play fucking Fatal Push. Yeah. You know, I have yeah. to be, I have to be in exile effects. You know what I'm saying? It's like, th like that, but, but like, those are macro effects. The curve of four and above outside of something like, you know, egregious like Minskinboo is, is, is out of the format with, with days from a baseline. Same thing of like initiative. If you want to play a, a control deck that has a creature in it, you know, like a couple of snapcasters and call it a day gone can't do that if, if you want to play well i think that's the thing is like days kills snapcaster mage like i haven't seen a snapcaster mage in ages days restricts a ton of cards that we otherwise can't see because they just don't ever get sleeved up because somebody has to look at their their deck and go i need to be i need to bring my curve down because i yeah. have to respect days the, the you have to respect the constraints of the format if you expect to do reasonably well in an event Yep. And I think that loosening those restraints is where the lens of how we should look at uh, trying to to make the format healthier should go. I don't disagree. I don't, I, I don't know if anybody else is going to agree with that, but I don't think any of the cards going outside of like initiative as a mechanic are too powerful for what Legacy offers. Yeah. I think that the, the the power level, like all those cards are within power level range. And I think that the way to make the format, quote, healthier is to loosen those restraints so that more things are competitively viable. Well, I want to, I want to sort of wrap, because I think that's, that's a good place to kind of cap, cap this is like, it is, is exactly the way, the way you put it is like having, you know, having uh, constraints on the format that like stop, uh, stop you from even playing other cards is kind of where we want to be thinking about. If you, if you at home have, have uh, ideas as far as things that should be banned and whatnot, uh, I'd love to see that in the comments. Uh, how would you fix the format? Phil, good luck this weekend. Uh, also, uh, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our friends at Moxfield.com. They sponsor the show. Moxfield.com is a great deck building website uh, where you can build your deck. You can use it on your phone. You can use it on your computer. You can use it on your Mac or your PC. You know, all that stuff. Hey, check out our store. We've got merch. 
We've got so much merch after that. You know, uh, I just wanted to thank all of our Patreon supporters uh, one last time. You guys are helping us out, making the making the show happen. And uh, I think that that does it for this week. I'll get those cards in the mail, and I'll do the drawings and whatnot. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, oh, what up? It's supposed to fill up on the track, you know. Sometimes when people be casting spells, you just gotta tell them like it is. Tapping all your mana cause you're casting a spell Double checking on your colors making sure they look swell But then your senses sniff some dangerous familiar smell I tap my pair of islands and then I flash my counter spell I said eight cast affinity more like a force of wills I got the blue cost of pitch and the instinct to kill Try to melt out my board while I'm clearing my throat And I'll counter your spell and simultaneously say no 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 Try to flip your deal, but trigger stays on the stack. Predicting away your card, I'm a fortune teller who's cracked. Packing all this kind of magic, yeah, you can call me the goat. Blast on traps, on revs back up while I am straight telling you no. Be treating the angels, what it do? Force and fill, my force of negation, encapsulating all the haters who waiting as I bait them to play around daisies, but they miscalculating. Cause while they straying, I'm staying to prey on them, and I tell them no. I straight up tell them no. Oh, wait one second, no, no, no. Straight up, tell them, no, no, no. Cast whatever spell you want, I'll hit it with force. Triple Mystic Sanctuary lays you down in the morgue. Looping cards out of the yard, absorb your sulfic nights of spark. Draw your cards, go for broke. Try to combo, I'll tell you no. Getting frisky with your mana, but in response, I'll make a stamina. And when you say that I got lucky, in response, your deck is clunky. Such this up, but that's what you do. Confirm suspicions, get a clue. Veil of summer, that's so cute. Swans are singing, flock of tutus. Loading up the stack like we was making some nachos. Fluster storms are coming, best be grabbing your poncho. If you try to come at me and then you acting all macho, I'ma slip through space up in your face and lick my lips and tell you straight, no, no, no. Straight up tell you, no, no, no. Uh, wait one second, no, no, no. I straight up tell you, no, no, no. Straight up tell you, no, 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 no. Uh, wait one second, no, no, no. I'm just saying, if they be casting up tell you, no, no, no. You gotta tell them like it is. No, 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 no. They ain't resolving no spells. Uh, wait one second, no, no. I straight up terminus the shit out of your board. I straight up tell you, no, no. I will terminus the shit out your board. Oh, wait one second, no, no.